0: So welcome to the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema interview series. I'm your host, I'm John Fallon of the Indie Film NYC podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Craig.
1: I'm Craig Horsley, and we are co- uh, coming to you from a tea's organic coffee and tea uh, cafe on Metropolitan Avenue in Kew Gardens. And we're talking with the filmmakers of In Winter, which is, will be screaming, screening with us this week.
2: And my name is Abubakar Kamara. Everyone call me Buba, and I'm an in, uh, in Winter filmmaker.
3: And I'm Alex Gutterman, or Alexander Gutterman, and I co-directed with Booba.
0: Great. So tell us a little bit about uh, how your partnership came together uh, to form In Winter.
3: Uh, <laughs> briefly, there was a, a film meeting. Uh, we're, we're both fairly cosmopolitan, and, and I'm a New Yorker, and Booba is as well, but we've, we live in Minnesota at this time. And uh, at a film meeting where the project In Winter was in very early discussion, I was up giving a brief presentation about the script, and a gentleman in the back, was smiling with a certain knowing appreciation of what it was I was saying. I said to myself, "I must work with that person. I sense uh, affinity." And it turned out that person was Buba. We had uh, s- some initial meetings and uh, evolved into a really fertile, uh, really powerful working partnership.
2: Great. Well, um, that's all true. I was in—I um, was actually in film school when Alex came over to present his film, and it sounded really rich because he actually someone asked in the classroom was a classmate who asked what's the meaning of your film what's uh, isn't it the redemption and alex came out saying well you know a film is a art you know and, uh, and art is beauty you know so redemption i don't know but beauty i think that we playing in this film <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, bea- yeah the
3: beauty is the only redemption the
2: only redemption and yeah. uh, for me that was a little hope and and, you know, to be honest, I was trying to get my way in there. And, and you know, and we started from there. We had a few chats, and
0: the rest is history. Great. <laughs> and uh, so you were the writer of the um,
3: I, I Booba, we have a co-writing credit. Okay. I, I have the story credit, and I wrote the screenplay. But Buba formatted it, and furthermore, because of uh, editing decisions that were made by Buba, that dramatically altered the way the story was presented, That's it's essentially story writing. <coughs> <coughs> that, so we we're taking a co-writing credit.
2: Great. Yeah, well, I, it's kind of rather an uncomfortable position to be called a writer for this film because he literally wrote the whole thing. But, you know, because of uh, the te- technical aspect of filmmaking, um, you know, once you format the script and, you know, you add some idea there, then you automatically be- become a, a screenwriter. But
0: uh, right here, I'm going to credit him to fully write in this film.
3: <laughs> it's, it, is the sto- it is a story that I wrote, yes, sure, absolutely. So.
0: And so where did all that come from? What, what's kind of the background of what it Of the film, it?
3: sure. Um, in brief, uh, in, in my 40s uh, in New Hampshire, uh, I had a, a, an affair, an a experience with a much younger woman who was uh, a very personally powerful, very disturbed person. And this uh, emotional and sexual and spiritual entanglement was both uh, very enlightening but also very damaging to me. And I had been doing a lot of work in the arts, you know, from childhood on, and I decided I wanted to develop a short film based around that experience to kind of put a kernel to it and put something around it and interpret it and integrate it, as we do with the arts. Um, That film was called Loss, Loss. About 2007, I was working with some people in Vermont about that. But shortly thereafter, as we got to a script phase, I actually ended up moving to Minnesota. My ex-wife and my children are in Minnesota. I wanted to be a better father. I moved out there. And as I became acquainted with the landscape of northern Minnesota, the extraordinary bleakness, the emptiness, etc., the emotional kernel of the film of loss, which is essentially about an, a, a man from the upper classes being uh, drawn in and then humbled by a woman from the lower classes, that kernel w- remained as the kernel of what developed into a feature independent art film, which then took the setting of winter in northern Minnesota both as an external symbol and a focal point to the internal metaphor of winter, the winter of the soul, our alienation, loneliness, etc So that's a short story on how the film developed in that way. And then once there was a screenplay in hand, people like Booba and our brilliant lead, Nora, and many, many others were drawn in by the screenplay itself.
0: And so uh, when you came on, what, what, did you, what were you looking to do to help shape this film and, and, and help champion it to the finish line? Well,
2: um, when Alex and I started talking about, well, we started this project rather ge- uh, organically. Um, we started talking about arts, you know, what's your favorite film? And it turned out we all like dark, <laughs> you know, we like, you know, <laughs> truthful. We like film noir. Berkman, we like sport. you know, uh, Kurosawa, all these films that you watch and you go like, what? You know, and... Uh, so my role, I mean, I, I graduated with a, uh, with a degree in editing. So my primary focus was try to get my hand in this, in this project to edit it. But as uh, I get deeper and deeper, I realized that, you know, we had a, a tapestry. We had a, almost a uh, sculpture in front of us. And I just want to be part of uh, Making that sculpture, kind of, you know, I, I I saw clear vision as he was as a technical person. Every time he set up a scene, I can literally see it visually, and um, so and the focal. I asked him a question once. I say, "Who's antagonist in this film?" And he said, "I guess the winter." <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, and uh, for me, that kind of brought me more in, uh, and I was just like, "Wow, you like one answer, right?" You know, and he was just <laughs> so brilliantly put, and I. Just want to be part of it and get in there and do some work.
0: <laughs> so the reason I ask is, uh, so when I when I view the film, you know, I'm uh, yeah, you know, I'm in my 40s, but I, I'm watching a lot of stuff Netflix. Have you seen this, it? Oh yes. Oh good. I've okay. Seen the film? Yeah. Uh, and so the thing about it though, is I felt very anxious the entire time watching the film because <laughs> you guys Beautiful. set a deliberate, t- like this movie has a deliberate tone and pace to it that is not uh, you know, for the 30-second attention span type of people. No. So where did some of that come from, and, and why <laughs> did you choose to direct it in that way? It, go ahead.
3: <laughs> a, a woman who saw the film said, I was uncomfortable at the beginning, and I realized I would be uncomfortable all the way through. Right. I'll be very brief. Buba can elaborate. The philosopher Hegel talks about the form-content identity. In the form-content identity, you have an artistic object where... The object has a presentation or a conceptual presentation and the experience mir- mirrors the concept. So if the exper- if the conceptual presentation we're aiming for is I can't connect, I can't be satisfied, I'm lonely, I'm frustrated, I'm cold, I'm uncomfortable, and it's too long and it's too painful and I don't get a break. That's what the people in the film are experiencing. We deliberately worked in all Cinematography, story, shot choice, performance, delays, silence, and the way we cut it so that we would challenge, challenge our audience Mm -hmm. to sit with us for that very often painful experience. So you nailed it. (laughs) And that's gratifying to hear. It was intentional. Great. So.
2: It was intentional to the point that um, we we I'm sorry. It was intentional to the point that we kind of had a set of perimeter. Um, you will never see reverse angle. You never see right insert. You never see you know a typical close of medium wide. We it, it was really deliberate because we wish we, we had six to seven location mm-hmm. and we said. Every location had its own texture, sure. and the scene you're referring to, the grandfather scene, we say that this grandfather, knowing his background, he's a war veteran, he's, he hates the situation he's in. He doesn't like to be careful. So we thought, we're going to make this... In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Right. We're going to yeah. s- make this really uncomfortable, <laughs> kind of almost trying to peek in to see what they're doing. That was... The, that was the intention there and outside it was the same thing and the lake house so we had a signature for every location to kinda stay true to the time we wanna take nonchalant you know like like a long take just it, trying to tease that and co- discomfort
0: so you said when you kinda came on you were you were coming out of film school yes and so I'm assuming that that is not what was being taught what I was ta- ta- no. no so, so d- <laughs> did, did Alex push you there like I, I want to know, kind of artistically, w- like, well, when did that come about?
2: Well, Alex had a, like I was saying earlier, that was one of the reasons I, ho- I, mm-hmm. I wanted to be part of the film, because once we started talking about arts, what kind of film that influenced him, I kind of saw that he was going to different direction. And my uh, cinematographer teacher told me, making film, it, it's very good to break the rule, but you have to know the rule. Sure. And once you know the rule, you can easily break them. But he said, "Make a film that no one has seen, because if you make a film that everyone has seen, then you, you have a made film, because you kind of want to stand out." And uh, and uh, and she said, "Every year you have uh, more than hundred thousand films coming out, short, long, right? And only ten or twenty get noticed. So you better be prepared to be done. I mean, Sorry. I'm not saying that this is." The, the film. So that was the approach coming in. Right. You know, trying to do something and, you know, break rules here and there, but at the same time, you know, visually sustainable shot. Like, stay there and improvise yeah. as we go. And, uh, and uh, you know, he had a set of vision. And I just came in to make sure that, you know, I'm a photojournalist. That's my, my, my training. And I cover war and all of that. Sus- suspense and uh, anxiety yeah. is, is everything. And if you can make people feel that you up something.
0: So what are you hoping I mean you don't want your audience to, to, to walk away hating you, obviously. Uh, you know so that's actually okay. <laughs> that's okay. It really is. So yeah, so I guess I,
3: somebody this not, not to claim equivalence, but there were people when, when Beethoven Symphony first came out that stood up in the performance and asked that it stop and said they'd pay to stop it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not trying to compare myself what I'm saying right. is that it's a strong piece. It's not it's a very strong film. It's strong We've had conservatives in Iowa hated it. Mm-hmm. They looked at me and Nora. Uh, he wasn't there, but they looked at me. It was a, screen a small in there, screening actually. in a library. It wasn't a theater. They looked at me, and they, they really hate it. And then we've had people say, this is one of the most brilliant independent pieces I've ever seen, and they've seen hundreds and hundreds of shows. So
2: and someone said, they, what is this? Yeah, someone said,
3: <laughs> they, you asked me, what do I want? It What I what I, I, I identify as an artist. If I make three films, I'll identify as a filmmaker. So talk to me in, in Fort." what i would like is to is to share i all i want to do is share something very sincere that is very sincere and and what i want to do and and to go one beyond that would be if we manage to communicate some of the things that were our intention um loneliness human sexuality in the context of the cult, uh spiritual longing if we're able to get some of that across and people take this and they remember it, and I believe they will, I think we, we succeeded.
1: Yeah. Uh, just yes. again, uh, you were in film school, yes. and you were telling the story. You were, were you in film school? Or what? Uh, I uh,
3: essentially an Ivy League liberal arts education, a background in New York City theater, a background, a tremendous amount of literature and film watching, some documentaries 15. and shorts, and. And a painting. I had done a lot of painting work, which informed our compositional work on the screenplay, on the, on the setup of so, the shots.
1: So you were just talking over coffee, or were you uh, we We it-
3: originally met at a film meeting at MCTC School, um, Technical College, where he was in a program. But we met outside of that after encountering each other to talk about working together. Okay. And I want to add very quickly that on set, as our working relationship developed... On set, although it wasn't a formal bifurcation, Booba's focus became supervising the camera and sound team and the technical setups of lighting and making sure that the the aesthetic was in place. And my focus became working with the performers that was not it wasn't that booba wouldn't work with but it was that we wanted to each make sure that we had an area that was covered and that's naturally because he had much more technical expertise and because i had the original the script and the sense i was working with the actors so that was a, a kind of a division of labor we divided the yeah, yeah, task yeah it was just much easier because i mean actors can be very yeah. you know you and, kind of yeah i almost never worked with the lights he worked like booba the lighting right. is you know and and booba would if booba had something that he saw in a performance he wouldn't walk in and start directing he'd, he'd say hey alex we talked between a take It's are good idea and then i'd so it, we, we were respectful in that way but not rigid about and, it uh, yeah and sorry and you, about it. i just
1: wanted to add and that. you came to minnesota when when because you
3: i moved i was in
2: new york in 2010 i moved to minnesota in 29 but officially in 2010 and,
1: and and that's when you met. You met together. When did about we meet? Then, we we met around 2011. Yeah, about that. Not 20, much later.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, so coming from such diverse uh, regions, uh, you're from another country. Yeah. Uh, it it was a match made in heaven, pretty much.
2: It's you know I mean, knowing my background, I'm Muslim. He's Jewish. <laughs> I'm from well, I grew up in Paris. I mean. I feel like culturally, we kind of... We're, it's
3: weird. We're kind very of, different, but we're very... We're, we yeah. see we see the world in some really similar...
2: In some similar, very similar yeah. way, even
3: though... Aesthetically. You know,
2: yeah. I was born somewhere else, grew up in London, Paris, whatever. Well, well to but go... Uh, and
1: then, and it, to it, live in Minnesota, where, it, 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 we, where we both it's suffer all white. that torture. <laughs> and we, we both suffer... <laughs>
2: Complaining <laughs> second ago how what we need to do to move out of there, but yeah, that's See, some other topic. You guys are still yeah. in
3: Minnesota, though? yeah. Yes. We are, we are for family reasons. Yeah, for family reasons, parenting. Yeah. <laughs> and such. I like sailboat racing on the lake, but whatever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Although I you can
2: actually sail on. The real yeah, you ocean. can sail here too. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: So is this a a long-term uh, bonding at this point? Do you think? Or? Yes,
2: we just created a, a production company called Ancienne Ecole. That's kind of French for French old, for old school. school. For old school, and you know I. We have a, a script that we have a potential investor. We have a script that's ready, ready to go. So yeah, I think, we're in early I think development development it's a long-term, yeah. long-term
3: collaboration. Yeah. I, yes, I, I, I would like to make quite a few films mm-hmm. with yeah. yeah.
0: Incredible, mm-hmm. incredible. So well. Uh, so have you screened in winter in uh, other festivals or was we we've
3: had um, we've had some private screenings and we had a small screening room, like you know, in a library sure. at an arts festival in Iowa. Kew uh, Gardens is our world theatrical premiere. Great. Well we have yeah. never screened the film in a theater. This is our world theatrical. And it's a DCP. And it's an oversold full house.
0: Perfect. We're, uh, yeah, we're, we're really, really glad to have you guys as part it's, of it. It's a pleasure. we honor honored arguing. to be here. Yes. <laughs> great. Yeah. And uh, I know you guys are going to enjoy the experience of seeing it at yeah. the Kew Gardens Cinemas. Totally. Uh, right. It's a great place to see a film. It's, it's Queens only art house cinema. And uh, so it's, uh, it seems like the perfect place. For it a film like yours, it does, and yeah. uh, you know, I know that people are going to enjoy the experience. <laughs> they're going to appreciate the experience. <laughs> 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 <It's> a, <laughs> a, <laughs> nope, they're going to have an experience. <laughs> they will have an Not experience. It's a memorable experience. <laughs> um, now, yeah, you know, yeah. you got to forgive me because <laughs> no, I did. Please. I did screen it, but yeah. I screened it, you know, on my cell phone. Yeah, uh, I oh. distracted by the kids Gosh. and all those kinds of things, which always is, a, is you know not the most ideal way to see any film so being able to have that captive audience and go through the entire experience in one sitting I'm sure they will see what you're trying to do and uh, I mean it, it's a beautiful film thank you uh, thank you very much incredible thank you sir you know, the subject thank you. matter is what it is I mean I'm glad it's so personal because that's why we're bringing films like this here and this is why we we brought you guys here because I don't think you're gonna see this kind of film very often. It's that's so what we're reminded in yeah. uh,
2: in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and again it's no coincidence to deliberate and we were trying to you know, stay honest mm-hmm. and sincere to the script and just do something that we felt it was the right, right film, you know. The yeah. you know the decision were deliberate and we're happy
3: we made them. If I oh sorry, I
1: I I just want to say anybody who's listening in who's a a a filmmaker who's looking for a collaborator, this is a perfect example of who knows who's the best you know you have to have an open mind totally and uh, the person next to you could be your 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 partner for a long time. It is it is
2: and uh, to be when Alex was invited at MCTC to present his uh his project, I mean I'm serious I'm sitting there I'm just kind of like great, good for him. I never thought that I would be sitting here talking yeah, about sure. post-festival post or, or, or screening. So, you know, it's very, it's good to take a chance and, and, you know, try out people and it's also good to be honest, you know, what you can do, what you can't, you know, and I was honest with him and so, yeah.
3: Uh, just, to, just to conclude in terms of something, unless there's more, I just want to say that what you said about the personal It has autobiographical elements and also very strongly symbolic and philosophical elements, but uh, Edvard Munch, the painter, was a big... We we looked at certain symphonies and certain pieces of music. We looked at many films, uh, Bergman, and, and the painter Edvard Munch, very, very important for the work we did and his work. And Munch said that all art must proceed or come from the heart's blood. Now, clearly, you know, Miro's abstract sculptures are not as passionate, but I really feel like we were trying to follow that to really draw blood from ourselves, too, and and in a sense the pain of it was sometimes almost literal. But that remark from Monk, I think, really encapsulates the process to some degree. Trying to draw right from the heart, you know. Great. So That's a thank wonderful,
0: you. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. Period on the end of the se- long yeah. sentence. Thank you. Had. Yeah. And, uh, thank <laughs> Sorry you. Sorry for all the. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, okay. Thank yeah. you for okay. being part of the Hugh Gardens. It's our pleasure and an honor, and we appreciate the us. selection. Thank you. Thank you.